are talking about the anxiety habit. Hey guys, what is up? Welcome to another episode of the podcast today. I just got back from a few weeks of visiting my sister and her baby, and it was so much fun. Holy cow, he's so stinking cute. He is starting to get little rolls and chubbiness on his face, and he's smiling, and yeah, it was really fun. I'm definitely having some vacation letdown right now. Um, just being back home and away from family, but like one of the things that has been really fun about this week has been coming back and getting to talk to my clients, getting to like record podcasts for you guys again and taking a vacation. I definitely had lots of different ideas about things that I wanted to talk to you guys about. And that was actually what kind of inspired my topic for today. But before I get too into it, um, I got a review from V. Suri that I wanted to read because I loved it. She wrote, I'm so grateful for this podcast. Everything I've heard has helped me move forward in my relationship. I love that. When I hear you guys saying that like these tools and tips are helping me actually take steps forward, like I have this fear going on, but I'm getting through it, I'm overcoming it, and I'm making decisions to move forward. Like, that is so fun. I actually have a client that um, just got married the other week, and it was so fun to get to see her wedding pictures and how happy she was. And her mom was just saying, like, how thankful she was for all the work that she was able to do with me and just that like because she was able to get through her anxiety and like choose this guy that she loves that it just has affected their family and like you know the whole rest of her life because she was able to get through this anxiety so thank you guys for the reviews and all the support and we're going to talk more about anxiety today our favorite topic, right? All of us want to hear about anxiety and how to get through it. Um, I had an aha moment this week when I noticed in myself um, a moment of not being anxious, but thinking like, I should be anxious. Like, I should be worrying about something right now. Something should be bothering me. And it was based on like this conversation I had. And so I was wanting to go back and rehash the conversation and overthink it and overanalyze it. And it was so interesting because I was just kind of able to watch myself, like want to critique myself, want to judge myself, want to find something I did wrong so that I could feel anxious. And I was like, this is crazy. Why am I doing this to myself? Why am I trying to make myself feel anxious? And I started thinking about how when I started dealing with relationship anxiety, that was something I did all the time. And I see it with my clients too, of being in a place where you feel like pretty good about your relationship. Like you had a good date or like you had fun, like getting to hang out with him or you haven't had an anxious thought in a while. And 
your mind starts to think like, I should be feeling anxious. Like, I'm missing something. There's something wrong here and I'm just not catching it. And so our brains go to work looking for reasons that something is wrong. Looking for things in our relationship, nitpicking our partner, finding things to make us start feeling anxious again. And it's not that we really think we want to feel anxious, right? Like anxiety is generally not something we would choose. Ideally, we want to feel peaceful and happy, right? But many of us are comfortable with anxiety. As much as we dislike it, it is the norm for us. It's how we felt. Um, I think of it kind of like a thermostat. My mom actually explained this analogy to me. It's like we have an emotional thermostat and it like sets the temperature. So when we have an, a thermostat in a room, we can set it at a certain temperature and that's what the room will feel like. And we get comfortable and used to 72 degrees or 68 if you're my husband. <laughs> I like it on the warmer side. But we get comfortable with this certain temperature. And we have that emotionally. We are used to feeling a certain way. So as much as we think we want to feel positive and happy all the time, we actually are very used to certain emotions. It's called an emotional set point. That is where our brain's kind of like, this is the, how I should be feeling. I should be feeling anxious. And they've even done studies on this with happiness, that people have a set point with the amount of happiness they experience. So they actually did this really unique study where they compared lottery winners to people who survived an accident. So they would measure their happiness levels, the lottery winners' happiness, like when they won the lottery, and then over time, and then also these people who got in accidents and survived, and they measured their happiness over time. And so naturally, the lottery winners, their happiness majorly spiked when they won the lottery. They're like, sweet. I got free money, this is great, I'm set for life. And then the accident survivors naturally like just went through something really traumatic. Many of them had major body injuries. Their happiness was way lowered. Like it went way down. And they watched it over time. And the crazy thing was the lottery winners, while there was that initial spike, over time it lowered and it leveled out back to kind of like their norm. They started noticing like the other problems in their life. And the people who were accident survivors, their happiness over time increased. Even though they had something really hard and traumatic happen, their happiness level was able to go back up. And so I just thought this study so interesting because it just shows like events in our lives like we might have a major emotional change as we're like processing and going through an event but over time like our emotions are gonna like level out to kind of our norm what we're used to feeling and that is like our emotional set point point. and so for many of us that set point that 
temperature we're used to is feeling anxious. As much as we hate it, that's where we spend a lot of our time. And we aren't used to feeling good about our relationship, right? We're used to feeling anxious about it. And we might compare to a past time, right? Before we had anxiety and when everything was good, but ever since anxiety hit, you know, you feel afraid of it. You're afraid that like the anxiety is going to come back. And even just the worry of like, I might feel anxious again, like creates anxiety for you in your life rather than just like enjoying those moments when you kind of have a break from it and you're feeling calm and you're feeling good about your relationship. And this is something I kind of talked about the other week, but like one of the beautiful things about relationship anxiety for me has been those moments where everything just feels so good and so perfect and so right to be with my partner. And I don't think I'd have that same appreciation for those moments if I didn't have so much anxiety that I've dealt with. And so when you have anxiousness that you start like looking for, like, okay, your brain's looking for things that are wrong. You're overanalyzing, trying to figure out what's missing, comparing to other relationships. Notice This is your brain trying to make you feel anxious. This is your habit. It's what you're used to doing. And what we look for is what we find. So our brain is very good at when it starts looking, it will find a reason to feel anxious. So it's so, so important to break this habit. And the way we break a habit is it takes time. But the first step is awareness. You cannot break a habit you are not fully aware of. If you are not conscious of your habit, how are you supposed to change it? I think about it kind of like me biting my nails. Sometimes I do it and I'm not even thinking about it. I'm not even thinking about the fact that I'm biting my nails. And so it's really important to notice like, oh, that's what I'm doing right now. Labeling the behavior and like watching yourself do it. So watching your brain start looking for things that are wrong, trying to make you feel anxious again. And don't judge it. Just watch it. Notice it. A lot of us want to like, when we see our anxiety, we want to just hurry and shut it down and tell ourselves we should be over this and we shouldn't feel this way. But instead, just be like open. Be curious about it. Notice what's going on for you. Your brain believes being anxious is important. And when you can just watch it and notice your brain looking for things to freak out about, that is how you start changing your thinking, is to notice it first. Our awareness is so key. So after you've developed that awareness, The next step is to alter the pattern. We alter the pattern by practicing rerouting your mind, by practicing thinking different thoughts. Neuroplasticity is the quality of our brain to essentially rewire, to reform itself. Our brain 
makes habits of thinking certain thoughts. They get comfortable. That's what we're used to thinking. It's kind of like um, if you've ever, I've heard the analogy of like a wheelbarrow. And if you're like pushing it in the dirt and there's like that path that you've pushed it through and you can go back through that same path and that's like easy. And the more you go through that path, the deeper that path in the dirt gets and the easier it is to push through that. And it's a little bit harder to take another route. That's how our brain is. The more we thought a certain thought, the more practiced it is, the more of a habit is, the more unconscious it is. And it just kind of happens for us. And so when we want to start thinking something different, we have to practice new thoughts. We have to stay off that old path and we have to give our brain a new path to mentally rehearse, a new thing to think. And so when your brain starts looking for reasons that you know something's wrong, that you should freak out about your relationship, I want you to kind of like challenge your brain of like, hey, we're not thinking about that right now. Or we can worry about that later. I know you think this is really important to worry right now, but it isn't. We don't have to worry about that anymore. Really like talking to yourself and giving yourself that reassurance of we don't need to worry about this or we'll think about this later. As important as it feels in that moment to freak out and find something wrong with your relationship, have your mind take a break from it. This is something I did the other week of like, okay, I know you're wanting to worry a lot about this conversation you have with your friend, but instead we're going to think something different. We're going to think about this. We're not worrying about that right now. So our minds, as we're building new habits, we'll have times where we're successful, right? And we'll have other times where we fall back in to old habits and when that happens, how we respond is so key. Think about it kind of like when you're trying to start eating differently or you're trying to start going to the gym. You might have some days where you do really, really good with it and other days where you just kind of sleep in or you ate that cookie. And you can judge yourself and be like, oh, okay, whatever, like cause is lost. Or you can go ahead and intentionally decide I'm going to keep working on this. That was just a little bump in the journey. I think about it like two steps forward, one step back. That's how working through anxiety is. Is The progress isn't always like a linear straight thing, but it's there. So when you notice your brain finds that reason to be anxious and you're feeling all the anxiety... I want you to practice allowing for the feeling of it. Opening up to the anxiousness. Breathing into it. Allowing it. My mentor, Brooke Castillo, one of the things she compares her anxiety to is it's like a heavy purse that she carries around with her. And you can complain and fight that heavy purse or you can allow it to make you stronger to build your muscles, carrying that heavy purse all day? What if the anxiety is just with you today? And so one of my favorite things to do when I'm feeling anxious is to notice like, okay, what am I feeling right now? Where am I feeling it in my body? 
opening up to it. And asking myself questions. What's this about? Is there something underneath this? What am I trying to avoid? Just really being super, super curious with myself. And then one of my favorite thoughts to practice thinking is giving myself permission to feel anxious. You know, I'm feeling anxious right now and that's okay. Anxiety is not a problem to be solved for. This means nothing about my relationship. This is just my brain freaking out. So I want you guys to practice that of breaking your habit of anxiety, being more aware of it, and then working on altering the pattern, practicing thinking new thoughts, and being compassionate with yourself when you do feel anxious. Because it's going to come up for you again. That's part of the process of dealing with it. And it's part of being human is you're going to have some anxiety. And the sooner you can make peace with it, the sooner you can move through it. All right. Thanks so much. I'll talk to you guys next week. Bye.